0: From the world of AV programming and control with James King. I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. James, I'm glad we're back, and we got something special to share today. So I'm excited to uh, talk about that. But how are you?
1: I'm doing great, and uh, yeah, like you said, we got some uh, special to share today, and uh, look forward
0: to it. And I as as do I. And uh, before we, we jump into our show today, we. We actually had a a listener reach out to us, Kate Atkins, and I just wanted to recognize her. Um, She is a new, recently found Ask the Programmer, and she mentioned that she listened to our uh, episode about whether you should be on site, and she had some thoughts. And um, thank you, Kate, for listening and And um, those of you out there, um, please know that this uh, reaching out to us really means the world to us. We don't know that you're out there and that you're listening if we don't hear from you. So please reach out and um, share some ideas as Kate did, um, uh, feedback on the show, as well as a couple of suggestions uh, or or ideas that you'd like to hear more about. So um, we appreciate that, Kate, and and we look forward to uh, you continuing to listen and sharing our content. Um, so, James, uh, uh, kind of a big thing that's happened for you, um, and uh, I'll let you uh, share it with everybody, and we're gonna use this as uh, uh, a launching point for our topic for today.
1: Uh, thank you, Steve. Uh, as you said, it's a big announcement. Um, if you guys have been following me on social media, you will already know about this announcement. We kind of skated around the issue. Um, during one of our previous pod, uh, episodes, but, um, I have taken on a new job. So I'm leaving my current, uh, school that I'm working for, and I'm now going to be a assistant director for classroom technology for UNLB out in Las Vegas, the school of medicine. Uh, so it's kind of what leads us into our topic of talking about changing roles and, uh, knowledge dumping as you are also learning
0: okay hey, so congrats first off and uh we're, just to let everybody know i'm not we're not letting him leave the show so that's uh first thing that that's not an option but it's exciting that um you i know you've worked hard for this and it's something that's been uh you you've you've really uh, kind of planned you know to to shift into more of a a management role and and be able to you know, take the skills that that you've learned in in um, both from your IT background and your programming background and apply it to to um, uh, bigger needs. So uh, maybe talk a little bit about that as to you know where what um, inspired you um, and and also what about this uh, role excites you the most.
1: Um, so yeah, thank you for letting me share. It. So as most people know, I, I have been working on my MBA. I still plan on finishing my MBA. Um, cause I do want to get in. I, my plan was to be management when I was in high school, looking at school doing it. My vision was to get into some kind of management role with it, a not in navy cause I didn't even think of that at the time. Um, so that's always what I've been working towards and learning, and I do enjoy the leadership side and taking on those challenges. Besides the physical hardware and coding of devices, so um, it's a new challenge for me. Um, I have been in leadership roles, um, president of a local soccer league, and on board members for certain areas such as HEPMA and some other things I've been on the side doing so those um, have helped me prepare for this role uh, as well as my education and you know getting mentors from Steve yourself as a business owner uh, Joe Way and other people out there there's a lot of mentors that are guiding me Uh, but really what it was is I, I saw this opportunity come across and I was like I can't let it slip by. I, I got to try for it. I didn't even think I was qualified for it. Um, I figured, but what's the harm of applying for it? All right, I have a job. It's not like I needed a job. And so it was really allowed me to be myself and apply and use my skill sets to make me different than all the other candidates who apply for the position and made me stand out. So that really helped me be relaxed there and do that. Um, and as I tell people, it's, a lot of people think it might be a big pay raise for me, uh, me and it's not. Um, it is It is a pay raise, but I can't say that the raise is justification for moving my family across the country, but it's a professional, development raise uh, so yeah it's not I'm not just gaining money I'm gaining experience and building my professional brand uh, Chris Netto loves branding so he'll he'll get a kick out of that so I'm building my professional brand there and in turn I guess you can say I'm making myself more valuable because now I'm increasing my skill um, set there and adding to my toolbox. So that's really what drove me to go this route and, you know, pick up my family and move over almost 3000 miles across country.
0: Absolutely. Now it takes, uh, I think, not only a lot of guts, but also, um, you know, a lot of, uh, of motivation to do something like that because some people are not necessarily inclined to take risks and some others are not inclined to, take on something that they haven't done before. So that's that's it's really exciting and impressive. And, um, you know, one of the things that well, we wanted to go with our discussion today is kind of use this as, uh, as, as a stepping off point for, um, what, what is it like to, um, leave a role, but also come into a new environment where you want to, um, take on responsibility. You want to apply your skills. You want to contribute, but you also have to be respectful because there's a, an existing culture and there's an existing way of doing things. And there's a, not whether it's, um, uh, systems and processes, whether it's the way things are handled from a programming standpoint, whether it's, um, just a, you know, to developing new relationships with people, understanding how things get done. Um, I, I know that you're not there yet, but um, what what are what are some things that you're thinking of that maybe others in our audience can relate to when it comes to stuff like that? For me, it's hard because. You know, I could talk about that when it comes to dealing with clients. But I've been in the same position, and I don't plan to change it for (laughs) some time. But I've been in the, you know, owning a business for 25 years, so it's uh, I'm I'm probably not the best person to ask. Um, So,
1: trying to think of how to word this, it (laughs) there's a lot to take into consideration. Um, The biggest thing. I'm so gathering, I would say I'm right now in the phase of gathering intel, gathering how their processes are being done, how the workflow is being done and building what I can to make the proper informed decisions. Um, The other things is not always work related, but also culture related. I mean, like I said, I'm moving almost 3,000 miles from the East coast to the west coast, um, northeast west uh, to the southeast west. So there's a lot of culture changes. Um, I do know like they tend to in the like Las Vegas and um, Nevada area, they seem to really enjoy their downtime. Like, you know, they're all, when they're not working, they're outside playing. They're, you know, they're not thinking about work. Um, Which me on the East Coast is a little different. Like I'm always, I'm a go, go, go. Even this week where I'm in this limbo stage, I was talking to one of the guys and about when I'm moving out and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm flying out on Monday. Uh, I'm working until Friday. And he's like, well, you give yourself no break there. I'm like, yeah, I go stir crazy when I'm not doing something. I'm not like, you know, busy moving around. If I'm not busy doing stuff, I go that's my personality. I'm a workaholic. So this is going to be a culture change for me to learn from that and not drive my personality but to evolve that makes the best for the
0: client. Sure. So so if I understand this right, it's not about necessarily You changing the way you do stuff, but understanding how to adapt to your surroundings. So you could be you, you could be what you're comfortable doing. Maybe you do want to, um, slow down or take it easier or, or kind of get more adapt to the, to, to that West coast vibe, as uncle Richie says, but, um, you, you, um, but, but you also, as long as you understand who you are and that they may not like, not be that they, they may not be like you, so you know that you're gonna have to figure out where's that meeting place.
1: Yeah, you, you you should never lose the sense of who you are, um, but you also don't want to drive down your. You should not expect people to come to what you are culture wise. Um, you should make it. It should be a balance. Sure. Um, so yeah, your personality, you don't want to lose who you are, but you also don't want other people to change to meet you. So it's almost like everyone has to blend and meld together, I feel.
0: Because I could see you, and, and this is kind of where I can share a little bit of you know, personal experience from dealing with clients and so forth. Even if you're brought in as, an, as maybe a, an expert in a certain area, you're brought in at, at a leadership role, um, knowing that you, the that you have to understand the people that you're working with, and know that come coming in and trying to make immediate change and trying to um, impart your way of doing things is probably not going to be received very easily in the beginning. It's it has to be more of a gradual thing, and there needs to be trust built and. Because I and I've seen it before too. Even dealing with new leadership with clients, um, they they may come in and they 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 they're going to have to either prove themselves or they're going to have to try to um, make sure that they vet who, and understand who they're working with so that there's a comfort level, um, and and sometimes that that creates friction.
1: Yes, there's gotta there is friction. Um in any um, field, but I actually just heard this on a podcast yesterday, I think I was listening to it. It's a leadership podcast and and it was talking about, it was on pilots. Uh, The guy he had on was a military pilot who's now a commercial pilot and does leadership things. And we were talking about challenging, you know, being challenged as a leader and expecting people, your followers to challenge you. And the guest on the podcast said he had a captain who gave him the best advice was, it's not your, uh, I'm trying to think of how he worded it. It was like, not your option to challenge me. It's your obligation to challenge me. Um, and that really kind of set there, like you want people, like, especially if you're a new leader coming in and you're making all of these changes, you might get blind to how things, how you're used to doing things. It might not be the right way of doing things. I've always used this saying when I had made some changes here in my work environment or with the clubs I ran, people would be like well, we've been doing it this way for this long. Um, my response would be like, just because you've been doing it for 22 years doesn't mean it's the right way. Like there's always different ways of doing things. And so you have to evaluate all that. And you got you you would hope people will challenge you. Um, and there's times where I know I've been in blinders and I'm like, nope, this is the way we do it. This is how we're doing it. And then someone's like, well, why? And once you get that challenge, you break that or and you're like, oh, wait, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's reevaluate this.
0: <laughs> so I think that's a really good point. And, and I, I was thinking maybe let's bring this back to say programming. So in your role with, you know, I know from us talking uh, offline, you're not necessarily going to be writing code anymore. Um, or at least not immediately, um, how is that going to feel and having to deal with other people? And and is, there, um, is it something that you're going to try to be hands-on with, or or do you feel like you're going to be less um, lo- lo- looking at just, can, can we get the outcomes we're looking for?
1: Um, I want to say time will tell. Um, I could sit here and say, oh, oh we're going to do this. And then situations changes and things go. Um, but I want to say I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the change. And I don't think I'll be completely done programming, even if I have to do side projects when I'm at home. Mm-hmm. I, I, the coding is something that enjoys me, centers me. Um, so I will be dabbling there. But going back to programming and the whole onboarding and knowledge dump, like, cause I am leaving now I'm dumping what I know about my current work environment to people who are now going to take on to fill that gap of me leaving. And the biggest thing I expressed to the team that's taken over is you might I, I hope that they look at myself and go, "Man, he was an idiot. We should be doing it this way and advancing on it." Because I kind of did that to the person prior to me. Now, the person prior to me was not an idiot, very bright. But you know, you get tunnel vision. You do things certain ways, as I mentioned earlier. And someone uh, fresh eyes should involve what you did. If they're not involving what involving. Um, from what I did, like I involved from what we did previously, then they may not be the right people to continue doing it. Cause it should be improving. It, everything should be getting better. Um, and it already seems like they're improving upon my code. And I'm like, that's great, take it, break it, and fix it.
0: Which kind of goes back to the whole idea of, you know, we want we don't want to be that person on an island. And this is a good example of that because. Now you have some people that you you nef- didn't necessarily need to know what you were doing, and not that you didn't want to share it, but it wasn't their job. And now you're able to get uh, peer review, let's say, and you're able to get feedback. and And I th- think it's very um, very encouraging to hear that you're willing to let people take what you're doing and make them realize that this is only one way of doing it and, and tell them that I hope that you evolve this and make it better. Yeah.
1: I mean, I just remember having the conversation with one of the guys say we we're looking at one of our uh, DSP files and he asked me, he's like, why did he do it this way? And I looked him square in the face and go due to my limited knowledge of audio. I was like, <laughs> now I know more. And this is this file having Bob, but this was due because of my limited knowledge at the time of audio. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I'm like, so you should really fix this. <laughs> and he's like, okay. <laughs> so,
0: well, I think we, we probably have a good place to stop for this, but I, I'm sure that you'll be sharing more with us and we'll be able to talk and follow up on this conversation and be curious to hear. Um, from those out there who are in a similar position to James, whether they are starting something new or transitioning um, to a different role within an organization or they're also needing to work in a new situation, uh, what what worked and what did, didn't and what, what were some lessons learned because it'll help others who are listening. And also we can use James's kind of our... Um, test bed and, and he can, uh, hit, you know, he, he can learn and, and share some feedback with us, uh, along the same line. So we'll be checking back in on this. Um, James, how do people get in touch with you and, uh, know more about what you're up to and, uh, keep, keep up with, uh, your, your new role.
1: Uh, again, follow the best way to follow me on Twitter. Um, underscore James King. You listen to this podcast, uh, baby life, uh, whatever HEPMA is doing. I'm involved there. Um, writer for the higher ed digital magazine where I write the IT and Navy column. So you search Google, you'll find me.
0: And, uh, do, uh, reach out to James, if nothing else to, uh, congratulate him and let, let him know that you're out there and, um, we'll, we'll be, uh, continuing to do this. So you'll, you'll get to hear from him, uh, on a weekly basis, but we'll uh, we'll certainly be keeping an eye on uh, your, your travels and, and your new experiences. And congrats uh, again. Um, for me, you can reach me at Steve Greenblatt on social media. And um, I write for AV Network and also my company blog at uh, controlconcepts.net. Um, also involved in the State of Control podcast. So you can check me out there with. Uh, Rich Fergoza, who I mentioned earlier, Uncle Richie, and that's on avianation.tv. But most importantly, we'd love to hear from you and we'd love for you to send us a rating, give us feedback like Kate did, um, and just let us know that you're out there, share an episode. It really would mean the world to us. So uh, please do that. And and that's what fuels us to keep doing what we're doing. And uh, thanks for listening. And this is all we have for today. And this is Ask the programmer.